Welcome back to Black Traveling LCSWs. Black Traveling LCSWs is a podcast that speaks to all social workers or social work enthusiasts about the importance of self-care by way of travel and various social work topics across the board. If you choose to travel during this pandemic, travel at your own risk. This podcast is not responsible for any unforeseen incidents that may occur during your travels. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. We back. <laughs> you know how we do. I'm Brittany. I'm Tia. And we are Black Traveling LCSWs. And we are going to talk to y'all tonight about social work versus case management. And we outside. <laughs> yes, we are outside. During COVID. Traveling. Well, I'm not traveling as much. You be up and down the road still? I do a little something. Not like I used to, though. Okay, I hear that. Let me see. I didn't even think of a question. But that's fine. <laughs> you know you want a question. Mm, I guess. Do I want a deep question or do I just want a surface question? Let me see. Mm-mm-mm. What's your favorite song out right now? Crickets. <laughs> I don't know if I got a favorite song out right now. What you been listening to? A little bit of everything. I, yeah. I just, new stuff, old stuff, real old stuff. Just whatever my heart says. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm old school all day, so. We are, what are we touching on first? We could do casework versus, um, excuse me, case management versus social work. First. Okay, let's get it. So, what, how do you want to start with this topic? Um... Because I think when people hear the term social work, it goes along with case management. It does. And people use the terms interchangeably as if they're the same. They do sometimes. And they're not. So, how would you define what a social worker is? A social worker. Oof. Right, everything. You do so many things. Everything. Start. I um, feel like we overlap with case management, of course. We do, and I think the key difference is um, actually being the resource versus finding the resources, mm. and also being able to give them the tools and skills to maybe not rely. On somebody do the work for them for them to do the work themselves yeah and also the ability to um if need be provide interventions and really advocate whereas a case manager is in my opinion a case manager is more solely for you know locating those resources and making sure that the patient or the client is following up and doing what they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. which area do you like better Social work, I can't stand case management. Yeah. Oof. I find myself, even though, of course, we both are clinical social workers, but I find myself um, working in brief interventions, still doing case management. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. Like constantly looking for, like you said, the difference is, you know, I like how you phrased it, like being the resource, being the resource versus finding the resource. Mm-hmm. And so it can get really overwhelming 
constantly looking for resources, especially mm-hmm. when there's a deficit and, and there's Absolutely. not access and there's barriers. I feel like that that to me can cause a lot of burnout and mm-hmm. burnout quicker than being a licensed therapist mm-hmm. or just dealing with social work in general. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, for me personally, I'm just not the type. I don't like to micromanage people. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to be that hands-on right? as far as what they do outside of my sessions. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much why case management is not for me. I feel like it's more so for somebody who wants that space or has that capacity mm-hmm. to really be on top of somebody and what they got going on. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest, the biggest difference would be job duties <laughs> okay yes um and i think i prefer like i said i think i prefer social work just because i mean even if it's just a little bit of case management and seeking out resources for clients i just feel that for me it's just more it just takes more energy <laughs> i wish i could tell y'all while i'm laughing you might hear it but <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I had a client today, they came to see me. So for y'all that don't know, I work in brief intervention. I work in pediatric primary care. So I had a client on my schedule to see me and the whole time I had to do case management. It was not clinical at all. Mm. And so I, after that session, I was drained because mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of research. I was, I was like running into barriers, insurance calling people it was just a lot mm-hmm. so I, I need clinical for, for sure yeah. and um in my my previous position um before i quit i was filling in <laughs> <laughs> i was filling in the gap for some of some some of our um shortages and a lot of it was case management i'm just like oh this is just this is not gonna work for me mm-hmm. because it's that constant um Doing the work for them, so right. making those phone calls and yes. um, filling my paperwork, and I just feel like my skills weren't being utilized to their yeah. fullest capacity. And then Absolutely. on top of that, so you know, y'all know I was in medical as well, but on my hospital side of things, and I feel like the nurses were more so like, here you do discuss you're the social worker, mm-hmm. you do discuss you're the social worker, and mind you, a lot of the stuff the nurses could do. Right. Or a lot of the stuff that um, the patients really could do if we gave them the autonomy to just do it mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, the social worker will do it for you. Right, right. And that's what really caused some of my um, my burnout towards the end of my career mm-hmm. in, that, in that realm, just because that's not what I signed up for. Right. And I know that in that case, in that particular part of social work, I know... Our patients, the patients are very sick and Mm -hmm. the families are really kind of distraught, but there's some things that they could do. Right. Right. And you want to empower your client to be able to do things for themselves. It's interesting. Well, not interesting, but it's a good point you just made is when you said doing the work for them, because after I was done with the family I had today, I asked the parent, like, do you have any questions or concerns? And his response was like, no. It seems like you've done all the work for me. Mm. That's literally what he said. Mm. And so 
I didn't take offense to that, but I just when you said that, mm-hmm. it stuck it stuck out to me because when he said that in my head, I'm like, yes, I have. It's a lot of work. I I felt um, good doing it because mm-hmm. I knew I was making a difference, and I I knew that I was helping um, my client get what she needed. But it is a lot of work. It is. So it requires a lot of organization too. It, it does, and that's oh not God. one of my skill sets no. in that realm. Child, I got sticky notes everywhere. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think overall the the main difference is the job duty and <clears throat> social work is more general. Case management. God bless you if that's your mm-hmm. if that's your expertise if that's the field that you're in right now because and shout out to those who that's your passion like Absolutely. come on now I love yeah. it for you yeah there's something for everybody out there and there you know case management is not that for me mm-hmm. but if it's for you I love it yeah I love that for you and there's nothing wrong with being a case manager there's nothing wrong with that being your central job oh yeah that's what you want to do because it's needed absolutely <laughs> definitely valuable and definitely something that um will always be needed mm-hmm. especially when you have those underserved populations or populations who do need help to re- to locate those resources so shout out to the case managers in the room yeah. they're essential we all are but i think also i thought about um just the work it takes like when you think of case management from a hospital perspective and you have a patient who comes in maybe they have a behavioral health department and once that patient is stable, they need a place to go. Mm-hmm. And so that requires case management. Absolutely. I need to figure out where this patient can go to get the treatment that they need and continue to get it. Mm-hmm. So you are absolutely right. If that is your field of work and it's a passion, you are needed. And I appreciate y'all because... <laughs> It takes a lot. It does. And I know families appreciate it as well. Absolutely. And what really um, burns me up about it is when you're talking about in the medical profession, like a lot of nurses and even some doctors don't know the difference. Yes. And so they just look at you like, you the social worker, ain't mm-hmm. you? Handle this. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. Or, or your social worker will do that for you. No worries. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> But one thing I did do with that parent today is I, I gave him some things to do. Okay. I didn't, I didn't just say, here, I'll do it for you. I said, this is who I need you to call. This is what I need you to say. Mm. And when you return, we will get updates and go from there. So um, I think empowering your, your client to advocate for themselves is also a good thing to do. Absolutely. Because they need to know how to speak up. Mm-hmm. And, and ask for resources as well. So, yeah, shout out to us. Woo-woo. Um, we outside a little bit. Okay, <laughs> a lot of bit for some. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you. Well, I don't even know where to start with this either. Because so, how do you feel then now oh. that things now that the mask mandates are very much lenient, and now that um, travel is more accessible, mm-hmm. how do you feel navigating that, knowing that even though we outside, so is COVID? Exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's still outside. Um, I man, it's hard because. Sometimes I go out and I don't have a mask on and I'm like, I'm okay. 
And then sometimes I go out and I'm like, dang, I should probably have my mask on. Like, COVID <laughs> is still real. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to be sick with COVID, but I don't want to be sick, period. I just got um, better from being sick. It wasn't COVID, but I swear I felt like I was coming down with the flu. Mm. So now it does create a level of anxiety. It's not as high, but it's still like, ooh, nobody has a mask on. Why y'all ain't got on a mask? Oh, I ain't got one on either. Like... It is something that I think about often. And yeah. I don't always wear my mask outside, but I just, I need to be consistent because either I'm going to wear it or I'm not. I think, you that's know? A, I think that's a choice though. I think yeah. that, you know, there's some cases or circumstances or environments where you might feel a little bit more safer. Mm-hmm. More that's safer. True. Oh, my grammar. <laughs> you might feel a little more, you know, safe or secure. Yeah. And comfortable in that mask. Right. I think, so what are places that you may not feel as comfortable? For me, I think airport, I would have a mask on. Okay. Um, any enclosed space with a large amount of people, I would probably put my mask on. Okay. I go to the grocery store. I don't always wear it. Um, I have to wear it at work, of course. It's mandatory. Um... Where else? I mean, getting gas, I don't wear it. You know, I'm just thinking of places where I wouldn't necessarily put it on and I wouldn't be really worried either um if I was walking in the mall I would definitely wear it okay so it sounds like in like how the congested areas you're gonna mask up yeah okay yeah I don't see us going into a space anytime soon where no one will have a mask on at all for sure yeah, I think it's going to be a part of our everyday normal for a long time. What did you notice on your last trip? Were people masked? Um, so I'm very much not a masker. Mm-hmm. So I was just outside, outside with no mask on. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, so cause recently, just recently they changed it where you don't have to wear a mask at, at the airport or in on planes. Mm. So the majority of people didn't have no, have no mask. Mm-hmm. Um the flight attendants and the air crew they did still have masks but I guess you know it's just work so yeah. work policies or whatever but a lot of people didn't have no masks yeah. and I didn't feel I didn't feel any kind of way because mm-hmm. I too didn't have one on masks you know right. so I can't be like ooh where your mask at and mine ain't on either right. so I, I think it's a personal preference I think it's one of those things where you know COVID exists mm-hmm. and you know what's out there and just be mindful that anything that you do has a risk mhm and that's also why it's important shameless plug to get vaccinated yeah just because just that extra layer of support and I, we all know that that doesn't mean anything you know as far as immunity is concerned but it does help with the symptoms if you do come down with covid i had covid um the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and while it wasn't the most pleasant experience i feel like it would have been worse had mm-hmm. i not been vaccinated but the, you know it's a conversation for another time but I just check. I just check it up as it's another risk, mm-hmm. and that's just part of me doing what I feel like I need to do to protect myself, or just to be comfortable in the it is what it is. Right, right. Yeah, I, I feel similar to that. Um, when you traveled, were you being carded? Or carded? <laughs> were you <laughs> were you having to show your vaccine card? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So this last trip, you guys, I went to Vegas. 
Um, I was gone for almost a week. This is just this just happened. I just got back on Tuesday. And um, no, nobody asked. I think in certain states, like you know, like we were in New Orleans, mm-hmm. how everybody was checking for your card. And you know, it was so crazy. I was just so lax in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even bring my card with me. I didn't even think to bring my card with me. Okay. And I had to um, have my husband take a picture of it front and back just because I needed it. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, I'm just all the way outside. Right. <laughs> but being mindful, like, so places like cruising. So I'm going mm-hmm. on a cruise soon. I've been on a cruise since the pandemic mm-hmm. where it is important that you just have that card on you because you never know, especially if you're going to other countries. Right. You don't know what their policies are and their policies could change. Mm-hmm. And you want to be aware. So if you are vaccinated make sure you have that card with you um just for that extra layer of support just in case right but no nobody carded me so to speak nobody asked and it was almost like life was normal yeah like even in the casinos and like the shows Uh like people really didn't have a mask yeah and it it felt it felt good okay it felt good yeah and i wasn't worried yeah I, I would imagine that it, it it everybody is so I know at first um, when things the numbers were kind of going down and people were coming out more they were relieved to be able to just get out of the house but I feel like right now people are in a space where they are ready to travel mm-hmm. and get away and get a break mm-hmm. you know from being um, not really in the house, but just not being re- having certain restrictions. I would say. Okay. So, um, how did you feel on the airplane with no mask? I felt fine. Yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's maybe it's my sense of I've I've had COVID. I know what it mm-hmm. feels like. Um. So if I were to get it again, knock on wood, then I would be like okay i've experienced it once like i've had the flu more than once Mm -hmm. so it 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 happens and i'll just take that chance hopefully it doesn't but i'm not gonna live life i'm not gonna stop living life yeah like back (laughs) shoot i'm just thinking about 2000 when 2000 oof 2020 (laughs) (laughs) when we couldn't go nowhere yeah girl oh and i never want to experience that ever again And so I'm trying to make up for all that lost time. Yes, I understand. It was scary too. It was I'm just scary back to that time. Like the I didn't unknown. even think it was gonna be real. Like, are y'all really gonna lock us down? Uh-huh. And, child. Mm. And then they found a way for us to still work, girl. <laughs> oh, they, they gonna, gonna find go, a way. They're gonna find a they way. They're gonna find a way for you to wait for you to work for them. Um I wonder what like travel is like as far as like traffic and Crowdedness. What like, do you mean? I don't know. Is I wonder if there's a there's so many people ready to get out and travel that it's I don't know overwhelming. You feel? Like, are you asking like you th- you think it's a lot of people out there now, or yeah. you feel like people are taking the space to really go so it's more populated? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. I feel like. It is, I feel like things are a little bit more crowded. So yeah. when I went to Vegas this past fall versus when I went last week, mm-hmm. it was a little more, a little more crowded, I felt like. Okay. And people were very much so stay to themselves in their huddles and their, their units. Yeah. Whereas now it's more open and more people are more engaged in the conversation mm-hmm. and just being out there. 
So yeah, I guess it just depends on you as a person, like just making sure that if you're not feeling well, that you know you're not exposing anyone else to that. Mm-hmm. You know, washing your hands, hand sanitizer, and if you feel like a, a mask is necessary, doing what you feel like is best for you and your family. Absolutely, do don't don't feel intimidated or don't feel pressured to not wear your mask if you really want to. Wear that mask if that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. And if you don't, if you're not ready to go outside, don't go outside. Exactly. <laughs> right. And nothing, nothing wrong with that either. Only mm-hmm. you and your family knows what's best for y'all and what you want to do and what your limits are as far as travel is concerned. So if that just means you're going to stay local mm-hmm. and maybe drive places that are drivable, do that. If you do feel comfortable getting on a plane and going out the country, do that. If you feel like you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Do that. Right. Whatever feels good for you in this moment and whatever space that you need in this moment to navigate these, these differences right now. Do that. And live life. Life is life is going to keep going until it doesn't go anymore. So You're right about that. Every day, just use it as an opportunity to live for you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank y'all for joining us. It was good. Y'all can still follow us on Instagram at Black Traveling LCSWs. Um, If you are traveling, tag us in your travel pictures. We will feature you on our page. We are always going to be inclusive of social workers in general. You don't have to be licensed. You could be doing case management. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we appreciate y'all and we'll see y'all next time. Thank you guys. And again, I know y'all hear a lot of stuff in the background, of course. (laughs) My dog never wants to be present until it's time to not be present. Exactly. So that's him. Outside, living life. Outside. Bye, y'all. Bye.